Enterprise Management 360. Welcome to the Enterprise Management 360 podcast. My name is Max Curtin and I'm the editor here at EM360. Today we will be speaking to a very special guest. We've got Dr. Sarah Jane Gratton, who is a technology futurist and a global influencer. Today we're going to be discussing AI and we're going to be looking at how to understand it and the future impact that AI has. So welcome, Sarah. Absolute honor to have you on the show today. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for asking me, Max. Let's get cracking on with some AI talk, shall we? Wonderful. We wanted to find out about your insights on how AI is affecting the enterprise in 2019. Do you feel as though the lack of training in AI might be an obstacle for workers in enterprise technology? I do think it's an issue. Although we live in an age now where we're very digitally aware, well, the new generation certainly is very digitally aware of technology. It's everywhere. It affects every part of our lives. I think there's still very much, you know, an old school industry view to some extent where you know they're not 100% embracing what AI can do in the workplace and actually that brings me to the point that AI I think is a scary concept for so many people it really is the more you mention it you know the more confusing it gets and I think you know it's that repeat a word enough times and you know the meaning gets construed in so many different ways and I think in industry People just see AI a lot of the time as, oh, am I going to lose my job to a machine? I think that's a really big fear. And I think that's one of the reasons it hasn't been embraced. And I think if we change that term, Max, to from AI to machine learning, I think it makes a lot more sense for enterprise because actually what AI is being used for in workplaces to actually simplify workloads to actually make sense of data to actually lighten the load if you like in terms of machine maintenance productivity and that doesn't mean getting rid of people it means actually making the best use of those people in the enterprise and actually allowing some of the you know the maintenance side of things the data analysis side of things to actually be automated in a way that actually is beneficial to the businesses. And I think this is what needs to be embraced. Yeah, completely. Because as you mentioned there, it's it's almost a scary word. It's got a bad connotation with it and, and it really shouldn't have that attached to it. Because you've pointed out in the past that the buzzwords around AI just create confusion and there's no need for it. It's so confusing. I mean, I don't know whether you heard about this, and I'm so sorry for mentioning your toothbrush in a bad way here, but really, AI toothbrush, mm, it isn't AI. It's got a few little sensors that let you know that you're brushing your teeth in the right place and how long you're brushing your teeth, but that is just an example of, you know, let's just cut down this hype. Uh, and this bluster that's being used by advertisers to latch on to AI for things that really aren't artificial intelligence at all. So it's gibberish. And this is what causes the confusion in all aspects. You know, these damn advertising agencies, so who I used to work for, <laughs> are the ones that, you know, are, are causing all this confusion. And I think that needs to be lifted and cut through. I didn't even know there was an AI toothbrush branding. <laughs> that's news to me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, as you say, marketing picks up on a word and, and then it just gets blanketed out to everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, where there's hype, there's misunderstanding, you know? 
Yeah, that's true. So not only are we getting people to understand the benefits of AI and understanding it correctly in its correct kind of category, but we need people to trust AI. So AI's increased use and better accuracy within, say, the medical field. Will people be able to adjust to trusting AI over, let's say, a doctor in some cases? I think it's not about trusting AI. It's about trusting what AI can do. And I think that's the important difference that needs to be put across to the consumers, to the patients themselves, is like turning on a tap. We turn on a tap, we want water. We don't want to know all the gubbins behind the plumbing that creates that water. A patient wants to know that this will actually predict whether or not we need medical treatment with greater accuracy than a human doctor. And I think if we sell that to them, the benefits... It's clever programming, along with smart technology, that is actually working for the greater good. And I think that is the message that needs to be put across. Trying to explain about the various artificial neural networks is quite scary. You know, it does sound scary. And I think let's just keep it to a level where it's the benefits that are being projected out. Because technology is doing more good than ever in healthcare. It really is. It's making so many strides forward in making predictive healthcare a reality and making independence for so many people. This is another thing it's actually allowing people to do is to spend time in their environment rather than having to go into hospital all the time. You know, it, remote healthcare is a huge deal for so many people and it, it really is so empowering. And I think this is the message that we should be putting across. Yeah, completely. Because as you say, it's ease, isn't it? it it's understanding a case of, um, okay, so it's not the doctor there, but there is something here that can help you. And I think it's just getting over that fear and adjusting because, you know, creatures of habit, aren't we, people? So it's a case of just understanding the benefits of AI in everyday life, not just an enterprise, but for you personally. When you use something and it becomes the norm, so we know when we go for a checkup that this technology is in place and we see it's helping. The more we see it's helping, the more we accept it. It's that ongoing evolution of acceptance through seeing positive results. It's psychology at its heart. So switching gears a bit here, Yumi had a quick chat before we came on the show here, and I just wanted to get your views on AI in agriculture and the future of UK farming, how that's going to help move forward? Well, it's already starting to play a huge part. I mean, we all know, let's not mention the B word here, but it's everywhere at the moment. And the supply chains are at risk. There's no doubt about that. I work with the Fresh Produce Consortium in the UK, and they are tirelessly, tirelessly trying to break down the confusion of what's happening with Brexit and what it means for the fresh produce supply chains in the UK. Ultimately, we need to look at ways to make agriculture more sustainable in the UK to increase our yields. And, you know, agri-tech technology is really helping in incredible ways. I mean, we've got companies like the small robot company that are taking over the role of, of fruit pickers something that is a huge deal. You know, we can't get the labour in. We've already had issues and with Brexit, it's only going to get worse. So finding new ways to actually make sure that we minimise waste 
on the fields is a huge deal. And AI is definitely, definitely a saviour here. You know, the reports going out saying how much it can actually improve crop yield, how much soil sensors can actually determine where and when we should be planting and how we should be planting and how these yields can actually be used to full effect to maximise the UK production of fruit and vegetables. It is immense. It's incredible. I'm in awe of the Fresh Produce Consortium in the UK and all the work they're doing. I think it's phenomenal. Stepping into the future because it's a case of when you think of farming, you don't necessarily think, oh, tech, AI... That's something that naturally goes together. But as you say, it's yielding great results. It's something that can be 10 times more effective than, than what's in place at the moment and should be something that should be implemented more and, and kind of looked towards for the future, especially with uncertainty as it is at the moment. Yes, that's very true. You know, I think that a lot of the agricultural sectors are now looking towards technology to actually help improve the situation, for want of a better expression, and to look to improve things on a future basis, on an ongoing evolutionary basis for the future of crop development, crop science, and ultimately, you know, sustainability for us all. Yeah, definitely. We can look to the future and see what happens with all of this happening. So one thing we always like to ask all of our guests, just to round out the questions, is the old age, what keeps you up at night? silly answer here the one thing that keeps me up at night max regularly is my husband snoring (laughs) (laughs) that is the big thing going to bed at night full of different issues that i'm basing the floor over no it is down to my husband snoring (laughs) well i I guess that's kind of nice that the futurism and and ai is is not (laughs) not worrying you too much in that regard me but it's all drowned out by his snoring trust me thank you so much for coming on today sarah it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about all of this and thank you to everyone for listening make sure you check out more of our ask the expert podcast by going to em360tech.com and subscribing on facebook twitter youtube and linkedin but sarah once again thank you so much and look forward to speaking to you soon thank you max for more podcasts like this head to em360tech.com Pour avoir un site bien conçu et bien référencé, il y a ceux qui galèrent bien. Et puis il y a les autres, ceux qui veulent créer eux-mêmes leur site facilement et ceux qui préfèrent ne rien faire. Pour eux, Yonos s'occupe de tout. Ce qui est sûr, c'est qu'avec Yonos, on peut toujours faire appel à son conseiller personnel, comme s'il était dans le bureau d'à côté. À choisir, vous préférez quoi Un tuto ou un conseiller que vous finirez par tutoyer À bientôt sur Yonos, ionos.fr slash podcast. Bonne écoute